0: Greetings to all. In this episode, I'll be speaking about the Vietnamese War, such as types of warfare, reasons for the escalation in U.S. involvement, and the reasons why the U.S. withdrew. Firstly, to introduce the Domino Theory, it was a theory put forward by President Eisenhower in the 1950s. It theorized that communism would spread throughout Asia, as each country is influenced by its neighbor. From 1945 to 1954, North Vietnam became communist. After Japan's defeat in World War II, Vietnamese communists, the Viet Minh, led by Ho Chi Minh, took control of North Vietnam and declared its independence. France tried to take back their former colony, and a war broke out between them and the Viet Minh. From 1954 to 1963, it was Vietnam after French withdrawal. In Geneva, the country was divided into North and South Vietnam until elections were able to take place. In 1954, the US prevented elections from taking place with the aim of containing communism, as they believed that China and the USSR were trying to spread it. In 1955, The U.S. helped Ngo Dinh Diem to set up the Republic of South Vietnam despite his corruption and the Vietnamese people's hatred towards him due to his anti-communism. In the 1950s, the U.S. supplied him with $1.6 billion of U.S. dollars in aid. He was overthrown by his army in November 1963. The Viet Cong was formed on December 29, 1960. Support had increased due to the actions of anti-communist governments. The Viet Cong sent supplies and reinforcements to guerrilla fighters who attacked American air force and supply bases. By 1962, US President Kennedy was sending military advisers. Kennedy was assassinated in 1963. His successor, Lyndon Johnson, was prepared to commit to full-scale conflict to prevent the spread of communism. The Gulf of Tonkin Resolution or Gulf of Tonkin incident. This allowed the president to do anything to assist any member or protocol state of the Southeast Asia Collective Defense Treaty, including the use of armed forces. It was passed on August 7th, 1964, as a result of the Gulf of Tonkin incident. During the incident, South Vietnamese torpedo boats were seen approaching a US ship. As a result, the US fired three warning shots, but when they continued to approach, Maddox, the US ship fired on them. It resulted in major damage to South Vietnamese torpedo boats and the deaths of some on board, while the US ship Maddox received minor damage and zero casualties or injuries. So, why did US involvement in the Vietnamese war escalate? One reason was the domino theory. This was President Eisenhower's theory in the 1950s that communism would start from the USSR and China and spread throughout Asia. This is because each country may be influenced by its neighbor. Overall, the U.S. feared that if Vietnam became communist, neighboring countries in Asia might also fall to communism. Another reason was the emergence of the Viet Cong. They were a communist group whose support had increased due to hatred towards anti-communist governments, who had sent supplies and reinforcements to guerrilla fighters who attacked American air force and supply bases. Their emergence led to President Kennedy sending more U.S. soldiers to help Diem's regime to resist communism. Finally, the Gulf of Tonkin Resolution. This was a law passed by the U.S. Congress which gave the President power to prevent further aggression and achieve peace and security. This resolution was passed as a result of North Vietnamese patrol boats attacking U.S. ships in the Gulf of Tonkin. So, what types of warfare were used in the Vietnam War? On the one hand, let's look at the tactics of the United States Army. Firstly, military tactics. The US bombed military and industrial targets in the north and south. They bombed the Ho Chi Minh Trail and they bombed Cambodia and Laos. However, this only temporarily disrupted and slowed down supply routes. They also used chemical weapons such as Agent Orange and Napalm as defoliants. However, these harmed or killed many civilians. Finally, they used search and destroy missions, however, they were often based on inaccurate information or led to US soldiers being ambushed. Secondly, in regards to the support of the local population, the US military tactics had resulted in many civilian casualties, which had began to turn the local population against the United States. Thirdly, in regards to the motivation and commitment of their soldiers, one, many soldiers were young, with an average age of 19, and had been conscripted into the army. 2. Many soldiers were inexperienced, as they had only completed a one-year term of service. 3. Morale was low among conscripts, and many of them did not care about Vietnam, or its fall to communism. They only wished to return home alive. On the other hand, let's look at the tactics of the Viet Cong. Firstly, military tactics. They used guerrilla warfare, which relied on ambushes, booby traps, and hand-to-hand fighting rather than open warfare. Therefore, they were able to avoid superior weapons that the US Army had, so they were able to inflict many casualties. Underground tunnel complexes were also used, which helped the Viet Cong to hide from US soldiers and avoid the worst effects of US air power. Finally, they used the Ho Chi Minh Trail, which allowed the Viet Cong to get supplies from the north. Secondly in regards to the support of the local population. On the one hand, the Viet Cong helped the locals to plant and harvest crops and were taught to be respectful and courteous. On the other hand, they could be ruthless to those who cooperated with their enemies. The Viet Cong killed around 27,000 civilians and this discouraged Vietnamese opposition. Finally, in regards to the motivation and commitment of Viet Cong fighters, they were much more determined due to the fact that they were fighting for their country and refused to give in. Whatever the casualties were, there were willing replacement troops available. Before I conclude with the reasons why the US withdrew, let's look at the timeline of the Vietnamese war and consider the reasons as to why they did not withdraw earlier and why they withdrew in the end. In 1961, U.S. President John F. Kennedy sends the first large force of U.S. military personnel to assist the weak regime of South Vietnam. In 1964, President Lyndon B. Johnson orders limited bombing raids on North Vietnam while Congress allows the use of U.S. troops. In 1965, Johnson orders an increase to more than 300,000 U.S. troops. The largest bombing campaign in history begins. On March 16, 1968, The My Lai Massacre, more than 500 innocent Vietnamese villagers mutilated and slaughtered by US troops. In March 1968, Johnson announces that he will not seek re-election as he authorizes the beginning of peace talks. In spring of 1969, protests against the war escalate in the US as US troops reach over half a million. In the 1970s, President Nixon begins withdrawal, but intensifies bombings and expands into Cambodia and Laos to block supply routes. In January 1973, peace agreements are signed in Paris between the U.S., North Vietnam, South Vietnam, and the Viet Cong. On April 30th, 1975, North Vietnam captures Saigon, and South Vietnam surrenders. North Vietnam claims victory, and that only the U.S. has been defeated. To conclude, why did the U.S. withdraw? Well, they signed the Vietnamese peace treaty. Many believe that the U.S. signed the treaty to save face. They had been involved in the war for over a decade, and despite their superior weaponry and military, they had been largely unsuccessful. Before the last U.S. troops had left, North Vietnamese forces had already violated the treaty, and resumption of full-scale war had already begun by early 1974. By the end of 1974, South Vietnam reported that 80,000 soldiers and civilians had been killed. This meant it was the deadliest battle of the Vietnam War. I'll leave you to think about the effects and outcomes for the US and Vietnam and reasons why you believe the US withdrew from the Vietnamese War. Thank you for listening to this episode of my podcast please subscribe to be notified when my next episode comes out. You could also use the links in this episode of the podcast to send me some feedback through the Google form on how I can improve the podcast, or use the link to visit my website for some additional revision material. You could also send in a voice message, which I will uh, reply to uh, and play in the next episode of the podcast. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.